get in there welcome back to another episode of you know you love us i'm tyler and i'm hannah welcome you guys can't see this but tyler did this fun little thing where she took the end of her hair and she made a little eye patch over her eye (laughs) i do sometimes hide behind my hair or like in front of my mouth when i'm anxious yes yeah Uh like smell it yeah oh love smelling my hair it just stuck to my to my lip balm. To your to lip balm. balm. Um, Tyler, first Hannah. of all, how are you? You you've been oh booked God. and busy, and I just want to do a quick wellness check. <laughs> I'm good. The I'm great. The play is amazing. Yeah, it is. If you're in Chicago, please come see Cherry Orchard at the Goodman. Woo! Um, uh, blink and you will miss me. I will be dancing in a sickening dress. Um, but truly, this cast is like it's spectacular like it's one of the coolest rooms i feel like i've ever gotten to be in and but and then yes i do um i was like oh i'm dying you know it is it has been challenging to Mm -hmm. work um before on my commute during my lunch break on my commute home and after um that has been challenging (laughs) while you're fully in a show yeah but i'm also like oh this is the thing this is the dream we're doing the thing and we got through rehearsal and now we're in tech and now i get to sleep like sleep in and can it's gonna be great once you're like running like actually in like the show's open it's like you're more in a groove but rehearsal is just a fucking beast it's chaos and the commute is is hard however it's great because I just hop on my friend, the 22, the Clark bus, take it on down, take it right back home. Blah, blah. Also, honestly, Tyler, like this cast is like, <laughs> if I could like put together like a charcuterie board of like my dream Chicago talent yep. and like put them all on a plate so I could yep. eat all their talent as an audience member, like a little mouse, yeah. I yes. would pick these people. So like, I cannot like express this enough. Chicagoland people go see the cherry orchard. It's so good. It's a comedy. It's not like a doom and gloom. Like, 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 Oh, I'm so depressed. Black box no. theater. It's like goofy, silly, amazing. It's goofy. It's silly. Yes, I agree. I mean, like literally all of my heroes, you know, like Ugh. in a room and let's just, talk about Janet. Oh my God. Janet Brooks. <laughs> Friend of the pod, who friend of the pod, this. who birthed the joke. Hey, Marty, believe me, me. Fuck, fuck you. Which she loves that we say on the pod. And doesn't I she think we're that. like so silly and dumb that we're that yes. obsessed with it? Yes. Oh, She's I like, love that. Oh, I love that you love that story. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping it alive. <laughs> I always make her tell that story, and people are like, oh, "Okay," and I'm like, "No, you don't get it. Don't you hate that?" I. I used to have a friend who did a really good impression of um, Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction going, uh, have you seen this? Have you seen that movie? 
Yes. There's a scene where Michael Douglas, like, I'm laughing because it's uncomfortable, like, jokingly fakes a heart attack yes, in the yes. park. And yes. Glenn Close is like, oh. And then she, he's like, ha, ha, ha. And she's like, you bastard. My father died of a heart attack. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And she goes, just kidding. He's alive and well and living in Phoenix. And my friend used to do that whole you bastard into alive and well and living in Phoenix. And I thought oh. it was so funny. And we uh, in social funny. situations. And I'd be like, Joey, 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 do your Glenn Close. Do the Glenn Close fatal attraction bit and no one got it no one thought it was funny and it got to the point where joey was like you have to stop asking me to do this because every time i do it i feel awkward and embarrassed because no one else thinks it's funny and you're like cackling by yourself that seems like it's a them problem because i'll need joey to tell the joke joey does glenn close it is fucking funny i can't explain it i was laughing just now i think people just people are you bastard i know bastard wait also the craziest thing happened to me last night I know. I ran into Tom and Raquel in the wild. Okay. Okay. I saw you post about it. Oh, I was so last week's episode, truly iconic. Like, God bless. I was so glad I got to hear a culture catch up between you and Troy. Oh, my God. I, thank it was everything you. I needed. But was... I do. I'm, I need more. I need you to talk about this. I need well, you to talk about Vanderpump. I just was shocked that I hadn't run into any of them because I live True. like in Valley Village. I'm right. in in the in the mix. Like I'm boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and often when I see like the paparazzi videos of Ariana or like when I see them at the bar, like booing the TV, I'm like, I know where that is. I know where that is, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was just like waiting. Mm-hmm. And last night, Jake, so Jake like had to go for a work trip and I was like, oh, let's just like grab a beer somewhere, like a little goodbye beer. And we go to this kind of like hole in the wall spot pretty close to us that we really like. And we drive up and I see a girl sitting out front that looks like Raquel. And I like do a double take. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's Raquel. And she's sitting out front with that Joe girl that Schwartz is supposedly dating. And Uh. we get out of the car and Joe like puts on her sunglasses really quickly and like lifts up her phone as if there's taking se- as if they're taking selfies and goes, "Whoa, I love this song." And they're like, <laughs> "It was so weird." It was like, "Are you trying to not get us to pay attention to you cuz yeah, like if so that's not the way to do it?" Yeah, right. We walk in, the bo- or the stools, the bar stools closest to the door, like right off the front door is like Sandoval and the rest of their friends. And Sandoval is like sobbing, like a blubbering mess. And by the way, Raquel's in like a stupid black like jacket or hoodie or something in her hair clip. Sandoval's in all black, like like sniveling over a beer. In morning, yeah. Yeah. Uh Um, And I was going to sit right next to them, like right next to Tom, like a fucking freak. But then I saw like a cell phone and some cigarettes like on the bar. And I was like, oh, I think someone's sitting there. And Jake's like, Jake doesn't notice Sandoval sitting there. And he goes, it's okay, babe. Let's go over here. Walks us to the very end of the bar. Could not have been further from Sandoval. When I tell you, I was fuming angry at Jake. I was like, you fucked this up. We saw Raquel outside. I pointed her out to you. You didn't think Sandoval was somewhere in this bar, you dum-dum. Now we're so far away. There's like six people in between us. I can't watch and see what's going on. I mean, like I got it like irrationally mad and Jake was like, babe, like, are you okay? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't notice. And I was like, no, this is crazy. Like we're, we're boots on the ground. Like we are in the mix and you boots fucked ground, it up for us boots boots on the ground and i kept craning like over oh the people God. betwixt How us do you not i mean i couldn't stop but to the point where sandoval's like friend at the end of the bar like made eye contact with me like he had my number 
And I was like, because I was violently texting. I was like, just ran into Sandoval and Raquel, blah, 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 like texting my friends. Oh, Did yeah. not tell Demois. You know why? I have a bone to pick with her. I have given her a million fucking good blind items. Bitch doesn't reply or d- she replies and says, thanks, babe. And then doesn't post any of them. So I said, you know what? You don't get my blinds anymore. Duh. You don't. D- do you understand how good the blinds are that I've given you? And why don't you post them? For why? Oh I saw Lil Nas X at the airport recently and the Delta Sky Club didn't fucking tell her because she wasn't going to post it. And I had had enough. Anyways. Wow. That's her loss. That is her, her loss. loss. Um, wow. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. And then they were getting ready to leave. And I have to say, this was so depressing. Okay. I worked at a restaurant in Chicago. We all know this. That had very Vanderpump Rules adjacent energy. Mm-hmm. Literally got me to a point of deep mental illness where I was like erring on the side of like self-harm could happen. That's how much this restaurant fucked me up. And I looked at these people and I was like, that is the vibe. That was the vibe. When I worked at that restaurant, they were drinking Miller lights and they were shooting whiskey and it was like seven o'clock on a Sunday. And they were like, is he also in his forties? Yeah. That's Raquel's like in her late twenties, which is like still not great to me, but like not as tragic as early forties. But like, right. I'm just like, oh, poor thing. You're, I mean, not poor thing. Like, I don't actually feel bad for Raquel, but I'm like, you're in your late twenties. You hitched your wagon to this fucking loser. Yeah, you're dude. spending your Sunday evening getting like drunk to the point of being like obnoxious at this like random bar in the valley when it's like, A, why are you going out? B, if you're going to go out, like, why wouldn't you just like take a weekend in Ojai and like get some massages together? Like, why are you at this like dive bar in the valley? Here's the thing. And I feel very strongly about this. Mm-hmm. I do not believe for a second that she has not known exactly what she was doing. 100%. This is absolutely so she gets airtime. Mm-hmm. And I fu- and everyone can say they're in love. And like, as you know, I never thought I would align myself with Katie. But like, here we are, I guess. But here we like, are. You know, as Katie said, she was like, yeah, I fucking hope they're in love because they ruined everyone's lives. Um, so, but I think I absolutely, I, I sh- seeing all of this footage, I'm like, no, she knows exactly what she's doing. And I, I like, I feel bad for her in the sense that I'm like, you're like, not well, like I, th- right. you know, like you're deeply you lost. Need to go, yeah. You're just lost and you need to go to therapy and we all do. And that's great. And mm-hmm. like, you know, everyone goes through shit like that or, sh- you know, periods in their life of being lost. Some people choose to act out in certain ways and that's what you're doing. But I'm like, I think you know what you're doing. Like, you're actually quite smart because he, the way she says shit on camera or what she does on camera, I'm like, dude, you know, like, you know, you're being provocative. You, you absolutely know you're being provocative. When you say to Lala, thank God you don't like have a man around. You know you what, know that, what you're doing. Shut the fuck up. As Lauren Conrad once said, you know what you did. Like, you know that's gonna get out of a rise out of anyone, 100%. but especially Lala. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's how I feel. I yeah. Think I mean, yeah. There you go. No, no, that's it. I, I mean, think. like, I I'm sorry, I cut you off again. No, go you ahead. Didn't. No, I wasn't saying anything. I really wasn't. That was the end. I was like a filler. I was like, yeah, that's what I think. That's amazing. Okay, amazing. cool. I I don't want to be that friend. I don't want to be that podcast host that where people fr- oh, are like, "Never fucking friend. lets Tyler talk." That's a, no um, way. That that's me. Just no, it's not. It's under my breath all the time. <laughs> um, no, but uh, like I. Sorry, no. We have to get into the app. I just like 
you know, as someone who's gone through periods in my own life where I've spiraled and done things that I like keep me up at night now that I've like reconciled with, but I still deeply regret. Yeah, I remember those periods in my life, like waking up in a cold sweat, like wracked with guilt over my bad choices. And the thing is, is like Raquel does not seem to feel any remorse. And I think that's what's like so shocking to me. And like even seeing them last night, like Raquel was like smiling, but like looked dead behind the eyes. Like she looked a little drunk and like not happy. And I was like, girl, this isn't worth it. And that Joe girl, by the way, that Schwartz is dating. Yeah. Was where she is. You know, when sometimes your exes date someone and you think in theory, yeah, I want it to be a downgrade. So that'll make me feel better about myself. But actually, it's kind of insulting. Mm-hmm. That's oh, how I 100%. imagine Katie feels about this Joe girl because she was in this rainbow crochet duster and a flat brim Tom Tom hat and like purple sunglasses, being like <laughs> like the loudest, most oh, obnoxious ew. person at this bar, acting like she's fucking, you know, nineteen years old. And I was just like, you are fucking annoying. And if like yeah, my no, if thanks. Jake like you know and I broke up, God forbid, and he started dating Joe, I would be like. Jake, do me a favor and level the fuck up. Go date Sophia Bush so I feel less bad about myself because this is fucking embarrassing. Listen, I feel like Joe Wenberger, Weinberger, whoever yeah. she is, looks like she does improv. And that's what I'll yes! say. Yes. That. that is literally, and it's that chaotic, unpredictable energy that 100%. I would not fucking want around. And no. Katie said on Instagram that she was fucking psycho. And I'm saying in the 2.2 seconds I witnessed her firsthand, I said, this girl is a wackadoozle Ooh. and I don't want to be her friend. I mean, anyone who's willing to come in to like what's happening right now, I'm like, it's just so clear that you want notoriety. And like, I mean, fucking Britney and Jax, like get the fuck out of here. I have to say there was someone... So or a friend of mine was like, I, you know, is watch watching Vanderpump um, recently or no rewatch, I guess, in the past couple months. But she was like, no, I always trust Jax. And I was huh? like, are we friends now? Can we continue? In like, our what's next? Do you want to be friends with right. Ramona? But I think I don't know how far she is. So I was like, just like, keep watching and then report back and then we'll go from there. And then like, we'll go from there. Then we'll reevaluate. Yeah. Jake saw this truly. So we watched them on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, and Jake it saw it. harrowing, man. It was harrowing. And then Jake saw this bone chilling video of Jack and Jack. Who's Jack? Jackson and Brittany <laughs> saying word for word the exact same shit in this other video that they had said on Watch What Happens Live where Jax was like, I think he likes to control her. Yes. And yes. He, and he said it in multiple places word for word. And Jake was like, they rehearsed this. Like this yeah, is they fucking- did weird like why are they yeah. giving the same soundbite multiple times it's like creepy it is well and especially when he was like i don't know i don't know how i know but i know and i was yeah. like you don't know shit like you're a terrible actor that's what i just learned right that that's you're a what trash we actor yes mm-hmm. um but i do love that mid-season trailer of ariana saying for you to die for you to die Oh my God. You and it's great. She just comes out so on top of all of this and like has a lifetime movie deal. And it's just like she's with so Megan on- Good. I mean, yeah, come on. That's so my on- dream duo. Yeah. She's nonplussed, man. Yeah. I mean, she probably has business deals coming out of her ears and she's oh, like, absolutely. oh, great. I don't have to keep selling like bar kits with Tom out of our garage. Like, exactly. Yeah. She's holding her back for sure. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. Friend of the pod, Emma from Jump was like, Sandoval is trash. And and I was like, I don't know, you know, well, I love Ariana. You know, I could like excuse yes. some of his nonsense because of her. And Emma knew. Emma, 
He knew all Emma on. knew. Shout out to yeah. Emma. Because I think everyone else on the show was so overtly terrible, like Jax exactly. and James, exactly. that it like eclipsed Schwartz. Like it made, or I'm sorry, Sandoval and made him seem like nice. Like yes. when he would cry over like Sheena's birthday oh party, I was like, God. oh, he's sensitive. Yeah. No. No, no he's not. Honestly, I am always the most darked out by people who are like, I'm really nice. Like, I don't have any conflict with anyone. I'm like, I, you have to look out for people like that. Like Raquel's one of those too, where it's like, yeah. at least like, if you're going to be an, an asshole, just like be an asshole all the time. So yeah. I like know what to expect. Right. And like, it's one thing if someone else says that they're, someone is nice, but if you like self-proclaim you're nice. Yes. Also, nice is not kind. Thank you, Stephen Sondheim. You know, it's just- What musical is that from? Um, Or no, nice is different than good. Into the Woods, Little Red. Ooh, nice, that just gave me chills. Good. One of my favorite lyrics of all time. And I I'm mean, like, and that is the tea on that. If you nice could sum up Midwestern good. culture in one lyric, that would be a hundred percent. And Southern culture, honestly. Yeah. yeah nice <laughs> is different than good. And it is different than kind. If someone is kind, that is so fucking different than nice. Nice is like what you say when you don't know what to say about someone. That's what I think. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah. you're so nice. And what kind is like, I'm going to be honest with you in a loving way because yes. I actually care about your well-being. Nice right. is like, I'm not going to ruffle your feathers. I'm just going to talk shit about you exactly. behind your back. Hundo P. I Let's guess get into this episode. Let's do it. Also, it's, love is blind is back. That's all. Oh, my God. I've never been a love is blind girly, but if you want me to start, I'll Hannah, try. Hannah, you need to start. I just can't Please. get behind them like humping a mirror being like, oh, David. But I they're can't wait not. to meet you, David. <laughs> no one is humping a mirror. You know what please. I mean? I do know what you mean, but please watch it because it's so crazy and I need to talk to you about it. The term humping a That's mirror is just really a mirror. I can't watch Love is Blind because there's too much humping a mirror. Oh, David. I can't wait to meet I can't wait to meet you, David, of all the names. <laughs> please watch it. That's my okay. birthday gift. Okay. Jake would honestly also love it. <laughs> I mean, he's into Survivor now, so like, God oh. knows what's next. He would love. He would love. Okay. Oh my God, the we're finally boy. back. We're finally back. <laughs> Taking these notes felt like getting a massage. I'm not even Didn't kidding. It? it was so easy. It was so fun. It was like, bloop, bloop. there were I, like, no licked my little quill, and I was like, right. doo, 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 doo. <laughs> yeah, I typed <laughs> with my quill. <laughs> with my little paws um i was like i've forgotten everything but we are back i was like where are we what's happening who's dating what's happening oh god what's unfortunate is that most of this episode was about scott and like 1-800 no uh, one cares yeah it was giving adriaki max for me about yeah scott. Like uh, but we do get morning in nyc um and gg time to wake up from bad dreams and start making plans for a better future and we get oh blair i mean I honestly like don't you just miss her i just miss her so very much same um and hold on serious like i'm not sure oh Siri's always out here interrupting, and I'm like, bitch, Excuse we didn't me. invite you to the conversation. Yes. Uh, you were not, I was not asking you a question about Blair. Um, she's calling Chuck in this marigold top, and I just said, how dare anyone look that good in that color, truly. So um, true. And she's like, I know this is all schedule but if I skip French history, you could squeeze in a mid-morning renaissance. And Blair opens the door wearing gloves, also iconic, like puts on gloves to open the door. 
to not get germs, the germs of Georgina on her hands. And she finds Dan and Georgina making out. She's like, ew, ew, ew. She's like, don't think you can run me out with a half-naked Dan Humphrey. And Gia's like, fine, stay. Maybe you'll learn something. And sad Dan offers to leave, but B is on her way out. Um, and, and she's like, ugh, from Serena to Georgina, quite a fall even for you. And then we get derpy ass music. I miss the derpy ass music. Me too. Oh, I honestly don't really remember what they talked about here. Like Dan was like complaining about something. Oh yeah. She, she asked him to, she was like, don't worry about Blair. Everyone else will be supportive. And I'm, and I'm like, Oh yeah. No, they won't. Um, No, they won't. And then he asks, or she asks him to grab breakfast and Dan rain checks and runs yeah. into and into Serena. So he and his spray tan yeah. leave. That's right. That um, yeah. He was looking thick though. I, I know, like, like right, kind of husky and tan. I was like, yeah. this is mm, he's speaking my language. Not that I don't love like thin you uh Penn Badgley. I hate it. I hate it. It is wild that it's the same person though. Um, it is, yes. I'm like, we he is everything I do not want to look at as in you. That mm-hmm. is, that is. My you don't favorite. like Sorry. a you don't like a spindly pale man because I would crush them. My my, my quads would break them in half. <laughs> I know when I've dabbled in the in the skinny men category yeah the spindly category i feel bad because they've been like into me and i eventually it wears off because i'm like i do feel like i'm crushing you i think and more so over for me it's like i think it triggers people i dated in high school and college of like oh it's like like a guy who does improv was always skinny and wore ill-fitting jeans and i just can't spend my time those jeans that have like they're like a brown wash you know what i mean like and they're like overly baggy yeah Yeah. god gotta have an ass i love an ass like a baseball player butt okay um sorry let's just objectify people on the pod sorry Sorry, everyone um if you don't like a baseball player butt, like you're wrong listen you're wrong you're just wrong you're lying to yourself come on so s passes him by in the hallway and she's like did i just Kit you on a walk of shame. And Dan's like, oh, I was going to see Vanessa. And, and then Vanessa opens her dorm door and is like, oh, hey, Dan, you're here. And they realize that he left Georgina's room and they are both shook, V and S. And Vanessa's like, we're just going to tease you mercilessly. And S is like, but without judgment, because who doesn't have a Georgina in their closet, right? And Vanessa wants to go get coffee with Scott, but Dan catches Scott in a lie because Vanessa's like, oh, yeah, like Scott has his seminar in the morning and then we're going to get coffee after. And Dan's like, no, that seminar is in the afternoon. So Vanessa calls Scott to check in. She's like, how was calm theory? He lies. He's like, oh, you know, nonstop excitement, lots of theories. And Vanessa invites him to coffee and Scott is sheepish. He's like, I can't. I have to go call you later. Cut to him with Fufus um, <gasps> telling Fufus that Vanessa says hi and he's learning guitar. Oh my. Also, can we just talk about how easy this is to recap? Because like nothing happens and things yes. happen. The oh. storyline is just like one train. Yep. Sometimes yep. you stop in a little town and like get yeah. a baguette and get, get back coffee. on the train. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. It really is like a weighted blanket for my soul watching yeah. this show. Same. Um, also, I just needed to give a moment, just pour one out for Serena's hair. 
and her mm-hmm. beaded plunging velvet tunic. That was all. Just a little midday look. It's yeah, like morning a- in New York and she has like a full smoky eye. Right. Right. It's in it's unhinged. She look but she also looks like a she looks like Ramona Singer. So I'm just like what are we doing here? What are, what was what the is vibe? This outfit? They were like Sienna Miller and the yes, stylist was exactly. like I get it. I get it. I get it and it was like <laughs> I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I think you went for full Upper East Side Waspy Mom. I think, yeah, like I think it, you should revisit the mood a, board. At a bat mitzvah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just, um, and, and then we get Eric and Jenny. Wee! And then we find out that they're going to the Sotheby's auction um, this evening. And uh, the, the whole thing, everyone's going to the auction. We all go to the auction, mm-hmm. to the auction. And um, Fufus is going to check out what pieces are going to be up for auction against Lily's, I guess. I love that that was never super clear but it didn't matter at all um mm-hmm. and scott has to take off but they're gonna jam next wednesday and jenny's <laughs> like jenny's like wow he's been spending a lot of time here lately and i was like i yeah i guess i, I, guess I love so. the exposition that poor taylor taylor bobson was forced <laughs> i know she was to, like barely in the episode truly truly Cut to Serena and Dan being cool about dating. Being cool about dating. What's his name? Carter. I wrote G. Being cool about like, you know, we're just friends, but that's fine if we each date Carter and Georgina. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, no, fucking Carter. And Dan's like, oh, I guess Chuck wasn't available. That's why you're dating Carter. And Essence says, he's not like Chuck anymore since they've been dating. And D says, he's like, no, I I, like I'm not really dating Georgina. And S is like, well, he was like, you better be careful because she'll go from zero to super crazy real quick. And I was like, that's the most early aughts thing you could possibly say about a woman ever. So (laughs) true. That's really true. Jesus Um, Christ. Then Carter shows up and he's like, want to go to a hotel where there's a white fluffy robe? There's a way. I know. I'm like, whoa, Carter, you're speaking my language. Um, But then some blonde biddy named Aubrey walks up (laughs) and they met at Brandy Library last month. And he's like, I literally wasn't there. And she's like, oh, then I guess I had sex with another Carter Basin who drinks his single malt with one ice cube and claims to be leaving for the Peace Corps the next day. And then Carter says, sounds like a charming fellow. And she bitch slaps him across the face. (laughs) S is confused. She's like, oh, and then Carter's like, she, Aubrey walks away. Carter's like, S, like, I wasn't there. And she goes, it's, it's nothing. Uh, I'll call you later and leaves. Oh. And oh. she doesn't invite him to the auction. Doesn't what invite him. Happen? Not the auction. I'm so stressed out by auction culture. Like the sign. It's like, oh, oh. I witnessed one in person once and it, that sound guys was me like raising a paddle. Yeah. I witnessed oh, one in oh. person and it was so stressful. And it like, actually like it with all my money, like fears, it was like, y'all are just fl- like flinging around like 20 grand oh, for like a vacation so in the upset. Alps. And I was like, it's too much. So yeah. I just, uh, Listeners, I just looked over at my puppy who just <gasps> is sound asleep. I hate the, that I can't see her from girl. this perspective. I know. She's so good. She's I need more so B good. content. I think we all do. Okay. We need more BB-8 okay. content. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And she's getting scruffier. So she looks like an old man, but also a little ghoul. The fact that she's a girl and she like looks like a little old man is like the it's cutest thing. She looks like Rumpelstiltskin. She does. <laughs> she's giving rumples. She is giving rumples. <gasps> Find the humanity. I know that's Find not the same character, but but doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, v is, Vanessa's asking Scott or asking about Scott's 
class schedule. Like she goes to do some investigation. And of course they can't like they can't tell her Mm-mm. what his fucking schedule is because that's not allowed at the university. And Gigi says, when faced with an uncertain future, the questions we fear are the ones we already know the answers to. And so then V pleads with this girl and she's like, well, yeah, I mean, I had a boyfriend once who like basically is like, I get it. Like, I understand my boyfriend lied about, you know, I forgot what she said. Some anecdote. She said she um, lied. He lied to her and said his dad invented the battery. That's <laughs> so not relatable at all. Um, but she checks. And there is no record of a Scott Adler in their system at the end, the Y, the U. Gasp. Blair shows up at Chuck's in lingerie for lunch. He says he's like really into it, but he's like, I have a big meeting in a few hours. He turns her down. He's like, I have to keep my focus. She is pissed. And he's like, she's like, I officially have nowhere to go. My roommate is a nympho with with a sock fetish. I have no friends at school. And now my boyfriend would rather obsess about a restaurateur than spend time with me. And hasn't, by the way, in five days. And then she leaves and then stumbles upon an invite to la table la terre or something la table la table la terre i think yeah I, but then once once chuck called it the table people that's what i started calling it in my obsessed notes. yeah 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 um d dan shows up to talk to georgina because he wants to be on the same page you know about their relationship and georgina like a true sociopath is like no of course there are no strings and i'm like psycho no i shouldn't call woman a psycho but she you can tell she's on him i feel like you can make an exception for georgina Georgina, and that statement necklace that was like a full shirt a full shirt do you remember that i remember fucking wearing statement like statement necklaces like circa 2010 mm-hmm. to work at Barney's and it was just like I was living I've never felt hotter than um a peplum top and a state a statement necklace and yes. ballet flats I've never felt hotter oh my god I would do like a like a sort of like saggy black tank and like skinny yes. jeans and like a booty with a statement necklace and I was like I am so hot right now it's so triggering and it's so right <laughs> and then like a little Target like bomber like leather bomber yes. jacket and I was yes. like Ooh. <laughs> oh uh, so basically Ooh. what you wore to dress up as Clayton that's a set I mean it's honestly that was a vibe yeah my um, Sam Edelman penny boots oh my god they were so good though so yeah Georgina's like no strings then Blair and as are walking in the park talking about this exciting secret society the table people that Blair was invited to and it's supposed to be like a French salon and then Blair gives S a pep talk about Carter and S is like no no it's different he actually knows me and to prove it she decides to invite Carter to the Sotheby's auction Sotheby's 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 and Sotheby's Sotheby's and Blair's like Guys like Carter don't change, S. And then Blair gets the initiation instructions from the table people via text and has to leave. And she's like, by the way, you really are making a huge mistake. Bye. Loved that energy. Incredible delivery. That's how I would want to tell someone they were making a huge mistake mm-hmm. because I wouldn't be able to fa- say it to their face. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck shows up to his meeting with uh, Sean McPherson. And Devin with a Y, a.k.a. Megan Fahey, yes? Uh, yes! Plot Shook, twist! Plot twist. Shook to my core. Um, tells Chuck that he has to reschedule. And Chuck tries to hit on her. And she's like, I have an MBA from Tuck. I'm not the coat check girl. 
And I was like, good for you, Megan Fahey. Um, and Chuck mm-hmm. is like, then I guess you know his club on 63rd isn't doing so well. And Devin reassures him that they get dozens of guys pitching their ideas all the time. Piece of advice, if you really, uh, you know, she's like, if you really want him to take you seriously, find a way to show that you respect his past, then at least you'll have a shot. And Chuck like looks over, sees this Sotheby's book and this photo, and then it's like, <gasps> And then leaves and takes it with him. Oh, also like how fucking wild that at this point it was like Leighton Meester was like on top of the world. And I'm not saying her career like isn't great now. I think she's thriving. But like it just goes to show you, you never know where someone's career is going to go because Megan Fahey had like a cute little like three line guest star. And now she is like that prettiest girl in school. Yeah. 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 Most popular woman in the world. Blair walks out of Sotheby's to find Chuck outside and he's there to grab a photo that's up for the auction. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm there for that photo. The rules of the secret society are that to be accepted, you have to donate a vintage photo or some shit. I didn't really understand. Yeah. And so they need the same thing. And Chuck is like, I'm sorry, but I need this. And Blair's like, well, you're not getting it or anything else I might add. So like they're competing and we love to see. We love to see it. We also briefly saw Nate and his girl. Oh, yeah. uh, Brie Buckley. Brie Buckley. Is that her name? Yeah, I literally said Nate and what's her name are walking. So yeah, and I was like, who cares? And he's like, let's do something less low profile. So they might actually go out in public. Um, but again, that's very Aki Audrey Max to me. Don't really care. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Scott shows up at Vanessa's dorm and she's like, she's like, I'll give you 30 seconds to explain why you're not Scott Adler enrolled at NYU. And then he admits um, that he's Fufus and Lily's son to <gasps> her. And Gigi's like, I hope everyone's policy is paid up because this is about to be a collision course. <gasps> He explains the whole damn story and Vanessa tells him about his parents or, or about or and then Vanessa tells him she's like, oh, yeah, your parents said um, that you were dead, bro. And I was like unhinged. I forgot about that. Literally, she was so nonchalant. She's like, well, yeah, I mean, Rufus and Lily looked for you, but your parents said you were Vanessa dead. You were dead. You <laughs> died in a boating accident. And he's like, that was my brother. And then he got over it really quickly. Also questionable. He's like, anyways. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you need to tell Fufus who you are. And he's like, I got to talk to my parents first. Um, And she's like, and and then as he's leaving, kind of gaslight, he was like, he's like, if you have any feelings for me, you won't say anything yet. And I was like, first of all, like, who are you to her? You better relax. Don't tell her what to do. Who is Scott in this world? As Yolanda Foster once said. Who is, oh, God. I miss her every day. I miss her all the time. Okay. Uh, Carter is struggling to get a hotel room because his card keeps getting declined because apparently oh. there was like a fuck ton of Dom ordered to a room under his name and... S is like, if you need to use my card, you can. And he's like, oh, like I didn't order this room service. This is so annoying. But Serena doesn't believe him. And he's like, if you don't trust me, then what are we doing? And S is like, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, sure. Spelled S H E A U R X. Yeah. Sure. Um, Chuck is at Blair's and he has her fave bottle of Dom and and he's like, why don't we stay in? Um, and then that way neither of us will get the photograph and it totally wins B over. And she's like, oh, pity. I already have my bidding paddle. And he's like, I'm sure we can find another use for that. I'm like, uh, oh, but I'm sus. Uh, totally sus. Then Dan meets Vanessa at the coffee shop and she's filling him in on Scott when Georgina shows up and like interrupts i think and vanessa leaves but says she'll see him and rufus at the auction later georgina's like i'm a good listener 
And Dan fills her in and Georgina wants to find out who Scott really is. Like her interest is peaked. She's like, let's fucking do this. Yeah. And we cut back to Blair and Chuck making out and they both are getting notifications on their phone um, because they each have a plant at the auction that are bidding for them. And she's like, how dare you use sex to distract me? And Chuck's like, I learned from the best. And then B slinks out and steals his shoes. And I really <laughs> liked that. She was it like, was a power mm. move. Yeah, she yeah, like, was like scuttles away. Um, meanwhile, at the Humphrey loft, Georgina is in full stalker mode, doing what she does best, trying to probe Dan for details on Scott, and they figure out his last name. And then Scott meets Vanessa at her dorm. He reveals he told his parents everything about what he needed to do. And then uh, Dan finds a letter from Scott, gasp, that uh, he wrote him after his piece in The New Yorker. And I was like, this is too much. When you remember these details, like this fucking 17-year-old had a piece in The New Yorker and he got fan fucking mail about it. Yeah. Fuck off. So... <laughs> I was like, this is audacious. Um, so, um, uh, and then, and then he calls Vanessa and is like, you better watch out for him. He might be dangerous. And I was like, chill the fuck out, Dan. And then Dan invites Georgina to the auction. But when I typed it, I wrote audition. So I just wanted everyone to know. Oh my gosh. An actor's brain. An actor um, prepares. The song Ready for the Floor by Hot Chip plays yes. when Nate, which I loved, was like, do it, 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 And Nate and Brie Buckley show up and passionately kiss in front of the paps. Then Vanessa shows up with Scott and sees that she has three missed calls from Dan, encourages Scott to go into the auction and be honest with Rufus. Blair shows up and Serena sees her and S tells B that she was right about Carter, that he's dishonest and like shady. Then Chuck shows up, approaches Blair. He's like, my Bottegas, where are they? And Blair's like, consider them prisoners of war. They'll be released when I have the photograph. And don't try to distract me with another drop of Dom. And she like marches off. That was great. And Chuck notes that Carter isn't with Serena. <gasps> Inside Sotheby's, um, Scott and Vanessa. Also, they the way they dress Vanessa, again, like an Upper East Side mom, Scott looks like her younger brother and or son. And I, they did her so dirty as they per usual. They always do. It's so mean. It's so beautiful. It's so mean. Um, Scott and Vanessa try to talk to Fufus because, um, but then he has to like run off to do something. And then Scott's mom shows up. No. Mm. And they're playing some like really heavy handed pretentious trumpet music. That's like, and then the bidding starts and Blair and Chuck are going up against each other and Chuck's like you don't need to bribe your way into anything you are oh because he's telling her like you don't need it right mm -hmm. like that so they're getting distracted they don't know that they're getting outbid and he's like you don't need to bribe your way into anything you're special enough on your own and then they keep talking and S gets the winning bid and she's like Ew, and rolls her eyes yeah, she's over their shenanigans. Yeah. Scott's weathered mother in her sad yellow cardigan is <laughs> like, after the call, I came to New York. I had Lily's address. He told me about the auction, but I'm not here to stop you. I'm here to stand by you. I told your father to lie. It's my fault. And that's why I'm here to tell you you're my son. I love you. And if this is what you need to do, then we support you. And I was like, okay, but babe, you literally faked his death. Yeah, you literally said he died and your other son did die. So that's like really insane. Morally corrupt Faye Resnick. Faye yeah. Resnick behavior. Georgina and her Amy Winehouse adjacent hair and attire show up and mm -hmm. tell Fufus what's going on about Scott. Um and 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 then right, and then and Vanessa's there, Scott's there, his mom's there, but he doesn't confess. I was like, Oh my god, all of that for fucking nothing. Fuck off. 
Literally all of it for not. He's like, I'm Scott's brother or like, or I'm Scott, your son's brother. Yeah. And I was like, what? Then, what are, yeah, it didn't make any doing? sense. What are we doing? S shows up to confront Blair and Chuck about how they sabotaged Carter or sabotaged, sabotaged. how they sabotaged Carter with the mm-hmm. room service bill and mm-hmm. the girl on the street. Uh, but then they also admit that they knew Carter changed his ticket last summer to Greece and spent his summer hotel hopping from there to Fiji. And he only came back because he was broke. But then S admits she he actually went looking for her dad because he was getting remarried in Santorini. Oh. And I have to say, Chuck, Chuck, this line and this delivery from Ed Westwick, I thought was absolute perfection when he goes, finally. What happened in Santorini? Like, <laughs> I've all been fucking thinking it. And I was like, this is why this show is great because it's fucking self-aware mm-hmm. and they and the writing is a wink and they fucking get it. And mm-hmm. I died. I mm-hmm. love that. I love that. Brie overhears all of this, Brie Buckley, and she looks intrigued. Mm-hmm. Then Rufus and Scott chat and Scott's like, this is a great first step. You've got a great family, Mr. Humphrey. And Rufus is grateful and gives him what looks like a nice deep hug that probably smells good and musky. And Scott leaves. <laughs> I also love that as like S before we then see her with her red razor, obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I had and I loved um, mm-hmm. in this like smoking hot burgundy body contrast. Um, she, Blair was like, so did he find your dad? And she goes, I got to go. Like, you can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. No, literally. We we still don't know what happened in Santorini. And so um, she, I loved also Serena just floppily holding this fucking like $20,000 photograph. Like as if it was a fucking tortilla, just like letting it (laughs) flop about in the wind. Um, And and S is like, uh, sometimes too says something about like, oh, two wrongs can make a right. And B then gives the photograph to Chuck. She's like, I want you to have this because I love you and I believe in you. And I want you to believe in you. And I said, God, I love Blair. Sweet. Fuck, I love Blair. Then S realizes that Georgina was behind the the table people. What a bitch. Of course a, she was. Fucking bitch. And <laughs> turns out Georgina's friend Devin, Megan <gasps> Fahey, was a member at Dartmouth. And mm-hmm. Georgina's like, there isn't even a New York chapter. Like, I don't even know if there is. Or like an NYU chapter. And she's like, when it comes to Blair Waldorf, I don't have to do much, but sit back, light a match, and watch her go up in flames. And S is like, we'll push her enough and she'll fight back. And when she does, I'll be right behind her. <laughs> listeners you can't see like the neck like body wave from hannah but it's it like always comes out with s and it's so perfect (laughs) um then we're outside of sotheby's and shocking foofus is like should we get food who wants food and georgina walks out to see all of them leave together (sighs) cut to the next day and the oh so not subtle lighting of a sound stage and georgina asks dan if he wants to do something there on the phone and he says no Mm -hmm. um and s uh s has told him what she did to blair and chuck and so he's like He's like, ah, yeah, I just think I kind of want to cool things off. And he tries to be, and Georgina tries to be cool, but is a fucking sociopath. Dan hangs up and S is like chilling with him at like the so, the Vanderwoods and Humphrey mm-hmm. loft or not loft, hotel room. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And she's left Carter a dozen messages, but he doesn't want anything to do with her. And then Chuck shows up at 
Sean, what's his name's McPherson. office, mm-hmm. McPherson's office, and shows the picture to Devin. And he's like, she's like, you're going to need a better sense of humor in the club business. And then Sean walks in. He's impressed by the photo. And Chuck throws Devin under the bus about the whole thing. It was pretty brutal. I was mm-hmm. like, asshole. Scott comes to apologize to Vanessa. And honestly, Vanessa gave in these like tears. She like really went in mm-hmm. and Georgina overhears all of it. Mm-hmm. And then Carter shows up at Serena's and she tells him about Chuck and B's sabotage. And she's like, why didn't you say you knew? And he and he's like, I did. I did say that. I said it wasn't me, you fucking idiot. And then they kiss, I guess. And then they have some goddamn breakfast foods. Yeah, as Mike Snow's animal plays. It's like God, I miss singing these songs. I know, me too. I don't know any of the the ones on I don't either. I'm like, oh, that's a cool song. I should look it up on iTunes. I'm like, oh, Royal, you say. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Um, Chuck tells Blair about how he came from Sean McPherson's office and it inspired him to buy a hotel rather than a club. He cashed out all his shares. He's like, I think I've lost my mind. And Blair's like, how can you be so sure about this? And Chuck's like, because you believe in me. Now I've booked the penthouse for us. What do you say we christen my legacy? And Blair is into it because why wouldn't she be? Why wouldn't she be? Carter says bye to S and then Brie Buckley bump bump finds Carter and and apparently she's gonna turn him into her family. Like her family is trying to find him. And she says, Go ahead and run if you want. You know how much daddy likes to hunt. And I said, What is this? What the fuck is this? So dark. What's that movie where they hunt people? Uh not the purge. No, you know, uh, what's her name? The one with Hilary Swank? No, no. It's like a horror movie. It's a horror movie that came out in the past like five years. Shit, now it's going to bother me. No, I'll I'll think of it. Anyways, it's like that. (laughs) Georgina has Dan as her computer background, like a psycho. And she's about to take the next train to Boston. And we close out the episode with Gigi saying... Anyone want to place bids on what happens next? Going once, going twice, XOXO, Gossip Girl. Yes. Mm. I also love that she legit flips open her razor and goes, uh, when's the next train to Boston? Thanks. Who the fuck was she calling? Who was she calling? Who do you call? You call a train station? Mm-hmm. I loved it. The logistics were nonsense. It was perfect. And I oh, missed it was the perfect. show so much. I know. So glad uh. we're back. So glad we're back. So glad we're back. Tyler, will you will you tell our amazing listeners where they can follow you? I will. You can follow me at Tyler McMeredith on Instagram and the Tiki Talkies. Hannah, where can our amazing listeners follow you? You can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok. And if you're loving the podcast, send it to a friend and leave it a rating and a review. Well, well, we'll see you next week on... You know you love us. Yes.